Hi there, and welcome to In My Opinion. My name is Salvatore Sento, and I am joined today by... Hello, my name is Maxwell. My name is Valerie. And this is a surprise guest, Jonathan Rubinoff. What's poppin'? And today's topic is, is vaping better or worse for you than smoking cigarettes? What do you guys think? I mean, personally, uh, when it comes to the facts, I mean... Vaping is considered to be uh, less harmful than cigarettes long term and everything like that. But there have been many cases where uh, vaping has uh, led to uh, this thing called popcorn lung, where uh, and seizures and stuff. But I mean, per- like personally, I believe that cigarettes are more harmful than vaping. Plus, uh, even nowadays, that uh, vaping is more um, you know open to children and minors to use. So it's really I agree with that. Wait, what do you say? It's really it's more open to uh, people like my minors and everything like that because uh, either people have like older siblings or you know delis sell it to the younger demographic yeah, in without, reality without checking them and stuff like that like a lot I know a lot of uh, my friends or people in middle school and everything like that that have jewels and it's, it's kind of crazy that that's accessible but cigarettes it's much harder to access well them. it's it's supposed you're supposed to be asked for an ID well, whenever so- you buy a jewel or vape or cigarettes just because it's like a it's like a mandatory thing that they're supposed to do i mean it doesn't really matter about that though because one in five high schoolers jewel whatever term it is jewel smoke smoke e-cigarettes one in five high schoolers and one in 20 middle schoolers yeah but then at the same time why are we not talking about alcohol to be honest jewel pods became the new arizona everyone got one and everyone's using it yeah, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying it's the same thing with alcohol. They're supposed to be asked for an ID to get one. You know what I mean? To get a drink. Still, though, if more people are, are like, given that substance slash, like, you know, uh, more open to getting that, even if it's illegal or it's... Uh, like Very illegal. Aboli- yeah, I know. It's, uh, the state's not allowed to give that to the minors and everything like that. The fact is, more youth are open to that. More, like... Uh, even and exposed you, and exposed to that, that's the word are more exposed to that stuff yeah i know it's illegal like delis aren't supposed to do that but somehow kids are still getting their hands on jewels i agree like, it, uh, it doesn't the same time they're getting their hands on marijuana alcohol cocaine wax agreed lace with fentanyl if you don't know at this agreed, time and age but do you do we have statistics proving that children in middle school are getting their hands on the things that you just mentioned so so easily sure if you look for it, you'll find it. it's it's 2019 everyone got a deal at this point they're on tinder they're on you know kinder if that's a still a thing you know tumblr yeah it uh, it's something like that anyway but you know the basic meme like if you're just getting to college we all know about that high school ba- kids bathroom you got the, all the boys just smoking the jewels in the locker room, and it's just like an epidemic. But you know, if we were in their shoes and we actually were exposed to this, and it was popularized and it was thought as cool, peer pressure will succumb to any person. You know, I mean, if you want to compare it to marijuana, marijuana doesn't really have ill effects. Maybe like in the very long term. But we're already seeing people die from Jewel. There's been a there's been two deaths yeah. so far. It took like what? The big like fat. I mean, in, in so the, how long did I mean in the last in the last like, in the last in the last year, Jewel use has has spiked mm-hmm. through all through all ages. But you know what it is? It's just because it's really popular. Because we've been the names having, a lingo. We've been having e-cigarettes since two thousand and three. So. Like that's been a thing for like a couple of years now. Was fa- was it a was it a household tr- like a trend? Was it like or a name? It household name like Jewel. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It just it happened. It wasn't a thing in two thousand three. It but wasn't it's a the thing. Sa- is is the same thing with alcohol? You know, like with the people that you surround with, and that's what they're doing. Instead of drinking Arizona's, then you're just gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like it's just a trend. It's something that is popular. Also. It's been popular now because of the amount of money that they're making. Even cigarette like um, companies are like producing these things but just have- so they can make money out of it. Well, in the modern like social construct of things, drinking and smoking cigarettes in public was the main thing. Now, 
when we start to deviant like smoking a lot of kids are like you know what the science is there like no matter how much i fight it down the line there's a chance that cigarettes will affect my health right but with the new epidemic of electronic cigarettes we don't have that much science of it but when everyone was smoking what the 60s majority of them or i don't know my facts but some of them was less some of them were led down to lung cancer i mean and you, then the science was devolved you can compare e-cigarettes to cigarettes all you want but i truly don't think when cigarettes were first introduced middle schoolers were smoking cigarettes yeah so that's the only variable that's more dangerous Plus than people, before people we have facts. go ahead max people didn't know the, the facts like the health that it, it was it hurt people in general or it caused those things until much later in the 80s and 90s when those studies were exactly done. exactly but i mean let's let's take it back we have to acknowledge that even john johns hopkins they even johns hopkins says that in 2015 the u.s surgeon general reported that e-cigarette use among high school students had increased uh, over 90 900 uh, and 40 percent of uh, uh, e-cigarette users have never smoked regular tobacco and that kind of conception of it being less harmful it's because uh, from, based on um, from what Johns Hopkins says. Wait, repeat repeat that about e-cigarette users not smoking. Didn't you say that? Forty percent of the e-cigarette e-cigarette users had never smoked regular tobacco, so cigarettes in general. Okay. So forty percent of those people that jewel and everything like that, based on statistics, uh, okay. are people that have not smoked actual okay. tobacco, and it's particularly appealing uh, based on uh, you know the fact that it costs less than traditional cigarettes. And they're formulated with flavoring. I asked you to repeat that fact because in the last week, the owner of Jewel, he tried to tell people, like, he, he exactly said that cigarette-smoking people should be the only ones who use Jewel. And it's gotten out of control. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, like, that, when you go on Jewel to order your first package, right, the first thing they ask you is if you smoke cigarettes and you have to answer, like, two or three questions about it and how many do you use a day or whatever. Then when you order, they're supposed to ask you when they get to your house, they're supposed to ask for your ID. And then that's the time that you get like charged for it. You know what I mean? Like when you order online, they have to make sure you're 21 years old. And this is another reason why I think vaping is worse because vaping is not only getting the people who smoke cigarettes, but it's Grabbing a whole new crowd of people as well, like a trickle down effect. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm health wise, vaping is better, but in general, epidemic wise, what it's who it's affecting, because that leads to other things that are more serious. Like that could be cigarettes, because you know now you need more nicotine, or that could be more serious, like drugs, or like maybe you you go to alcohol more. Like maybe that could be a gateway to, to that. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying uh, you maybe you'd be more accustomed to it. But that's in the end, it's addiction. It's addiction from meaningless addiction. People use this. It's like it's supposed to be like um, the nicotine is still there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There's, there's yeah, but so you also have the option to not to have not nicotine to have three percent, five percent. It depends on what on your liking. And I'm not even defending it because of like yeah, I understand that there's a lot of people, a lot of kids getting access to it and that's just not right and they're just gonna get whatever they want they don't even know what kind of like what kind of percentage they have or like they're just gonna be okay with whatever they sell them there's and been bad there's been studies made where the sole purpose of children uh well children pre-teens even teens wanting to get jewel is because they think like their friends are having it and the, all the flavors yeah, it's just the it's mango just, flavored. They, yeah, yeah. They, they don't have previous knowledge of it. It's just really easy to smoke. So like when you first smoke a cigarette, your first cigarette ever, you choke on it and it just stays. Call for a long. Yeah. Like, make a scene. Your lungs hurt and you're just not okay with it. But when you first smoke Jewel, it's just super smooth, discreet, easy. Like you can feel the like mango flavor, watermelon, whatever it is. Like it's just an easy thing to do. So that's why I feel like it's like super common in kids because they're not feeling how it's like technically killing them. So compared to how do you feel when you first smoke a cigarette? Also, it's very discreet since it looks like a USB. So most kids can hide it straight in their like notebook or just right next to a laptop. 
as much as we want to talk about the flavors, um, not Creme only boulet. <laughs> not only not only did the Jewel CEO talk about who should be smoking that, but also in the last week we had a high school student who sm- smoked smoked at least one e-cigarette a day, mm-hmm. and she went into a coma. Yeah, yeah. Some people had seizures. Other people uh, straight up like their lungs are. Uh, have holes in them and it's, it's kind of crazy that you know it's becoming that this kind of epidemic where this can happen and like, i mean if this is if this is happening this quickly, this quickly yeah. like max just said then shit's hitting the fan holy god that's well, a good term quickly though we started having e-cigarettes when we were in 2003 yeah but like i said in 2003 it's more exposed now there's more there's, oh, a, there's a more course. aggressive market and everything for yeah. that like if i have the statistic here what was it oh um, definitely it's more exposed but why is it more exposed because instagram like, wasn't popping in 2003 yeah like the new generations are you like just going into things super quickly without living that their time you know like when i was 14 i wasn't smoking and if when you, i was 14 i was playing with my dolls I guess. and jules advertising the beginning, the beginning of the advertising campaign, it was pushed towards the younger audience. Mm-hmm. If you look at like Instagram advertisements, fake Facebook advertisements. Yeah, it's in it's in magazines that kids also use. Like in 2014 alone, uh, like most of these tobacco country, uh, companies spent uh, more than 125 million on aggressive marketing. In the same year, um, almost half of the year, uh, half of the teens ages 12 to 17, and more than 80 percent of young adults ages 18 to 21 were exposed to. Uh, magazine ads or like social medias for uh, social media ads for e-cigs and as much as i know when cigarettes were first advertised they weren't advertised to a younger audience you mm-hmm. always saw like a like cowboy, an older gentleman a cowboy yeah. yeah they were always you targeted always toward cowboy. older people <laughs> not younger people lucky strikes was a big cigarette company back in the day there was like a whole Mad Men episode like seasons about it and it was more distinguished right but as society goes on and it just ends up being a flex society. Who could flex more and who could post it on the gram and actually look cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it's more about pop culture, in a way. You know, like, it's popping, like you said. It's something that is hot right now. It's the topic of the day. And everyone is like, yeah, let's go get jewel pots together. Instead of getting in Arizona together, you know? Yeah. It's like the thing now. Hang out, smoke a jewel, maybe you want, you know. Have a yeah. bacon, egg, and yeah. cheese, you know. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the usual thing. I mean, chopped cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, wherever you're from, but. <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but ju- don't forget the mango jewel pods, though. I, I need it, bro. Like, And they start scratching the neck. Like, oh, man. No, Nicotine yeah. withdrawal and nicotine addiction is something you don't mess around with. It's crazy. And they go on cigarettes because, like, some cig- most, well, I'm not going to say most. I'm generalizing here, but, like, cigarettes... Uh, could have less nicotine than when jewels because you know uh, some people it depends yeah. what they're what what was given to them first like if they were uh accustomed to having like a more more nicotine in in their jewel and yeah that's what i mean <laughs> okay so no, when we are wrapping up any final thoughts that anybody wants to push across don't do jewels stay in school thank you <laughs> Thank you very much, John. Also, you could just give me your mango pods. I don't care. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Anybody else before I wrap this up? No, I just, uh, we should be more alert to it and try to do something about it. Uh, it's Hashtag stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you just have to, like, you know, know the consequences of the things you're doing. And if you decide to smoke, just do it because of you, not just because your friends are doing it. Yeah. And that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening to In My Opinion. This is Sal signing off. Thank you very much. Valerie's going out. Salutations. Maxwell. I won't be back. Jonathan Rosenhoff, love you. Hey, everybody. This is Talking Sports with Danny and Lorenzo. I'm Danny. I'm Lorenzo. And welcome. So this is our first episode, and I'm going to introduce the topics, and then we're going to get started. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about, in the NBA, who has the best chance of winning NBA championship. And also, we're going to talk about the L.A. rivalry. Who is the better team, the Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, or the Clippers? And, uh, yeah, let's get it started.
Let's get it. All right, so first, you want to talk about who has the best chance of like, winning NBA championships? Oh, come on, Danny. You know that's an easy one. That's the Lakers, man. Really? Oh, that's your team, I right know. Of course, but it's not even because it's my team. It's the talent is stacked. We still have the king. Well, let's and... talk about like what happened over the summer, you know? like So now we're in September, right? So over the summer, we had the whole free agency, the NBA draft and all that. So, you know, who did the Lakers acquire? Big moves, big moves. The Lakers acquired Anthony Davis. I mean, that's NBA star right there. A lot of people sleep just because, you know, he had drama last season. But, man, he's ready to set an example and just go for it with the king, man. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great basketball all around. The the Clippers. Do you think they're going to be like a one-two punch, you feel like? They're definitely going to be a one-two punch for sure. I think LeBron is just going to be throwing so many alley oops to Anthony Davis. It's not even going to be funny. The 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 teams aren't going to be ready for it. And, and then the acquisition of Dwight Howard now. We just need him to rebound and right. basically uh, block. I don't know. Depending. With, I mean, JaVale McGee, I think, is a safe bet. He I is a like. safe bet, but I think he's a little bit smaller than Dwight Howard. Yeah, but he was honestly like one of the best centers in the NBA yes, last season. Yes, it's kind of sure crazy because we're, we're talking about JaVale McGee. Right? Let's <laughs> not forget here, you know, all the antics he's done over the years. But True. he was really solid, and um, yeah. I, I mean, he's a talent, man. Even what he did with Golden State, he was just great. Off the back, I knew once they got him, even with Durant, once they got him, they had a solid backcourt, and it was on a front court, and it was just ridiculous. He won his two rings, and now he's still playing in the league, and he's doing great, man. I mean, all he needs to do is honestly just rebound, dunk, and block shots. Definitely. That's all he's really known for anyways. Definitely. And we have Anthony Davis as a scorer and LeBron. Yeah. Nobody's going to be paying attention to JaVel or Dwight Howard, so they have easy layups, man, and LeBron's easy coming dunks. off all those injuries, so, like, hope, you know, like – not hopefully, but like if he, we would all assume that he would bounce back. You know? Yes, definitely. I everybody keeps calling him Wash, and that they, you know, they think he's old. But he man, I'm telling you, of course, that's why I understand where all this thing is coming from. This team, everybody's saying the Clippers, the Clippers, but man, the Lakers are coming with a vengeance. Man, I'm telling you, they have something to prove, Danny. Well, it's funny mention the Clippers because. I am a Knicks fan, but I'm not going to just say they have the best chance of winning the championship. Or whatever, whatever. <laughs> well, I say they have the best chance of making the playoffs because I honestly think they could. Typical Knicks fan, Danny. But no, Typical we'll Knicks fan. We'll talk about that in another uh, segment. But <laughs> the team who has the, the best the chance. The team who has the best chance to, to win the championship, uh-huh. I say, is actually the Clippers. Okay. Well, yeah. why do you feel that? The thing with me with the Clippers is, all right, quiet is great, of course, but. You know, he's he gets hurt a lot, as yeah. well as Paul George. So imagine with the struggles of the regular season, you think they're going to be at 100% knowing that everybody's going to be gunning for them? I mean, do you think LeBron and Anthony Davis are just going to get that chemistry right off the bat? I mean, that's the same thing going for the Clippers. You have Kawhi and Paul George, who honestly are probably the two best defensive forwards, I guess, at their position, or one of the two best defense players in the league. Yeah. They have Patrick Beverly. True and that. They just, I feel like they have the best defensive team in the league, period, along with the Milwaukee Bucks. I agree with that, and I agree also that they have the best coaching staff. They hired Ty Lue now. Ty Lue is assistant coach. And, you know, Doc Rivers issue. is unbelievable. So it's going to be interesting. They have the edge on that. But I just feel like when it comes to tempo, LeBron is just going to set tempo when it comes to the playoffs. And please do not forget about playoff Rondo. Rondo, oh man, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be interesting, but I do think they're gonna be the next, the last two teams, and just just a and fight. Got Kyle Kuzma, we yes, forget about, forget about Kuz. Nice, young, he's cool, doing. He down. did his thing before he got hurt in the in yeah. the USA team. So let's see, let's see what happens, Danny. No, but I'm really like, I think the Clippers. I think they have really the best shot, you know, like, but it's going to be, I think they're going to have like interesting rivalry between the two and just, it's going to be a great NBA season. Definitely. Yes. It's, it's all a matter of luck. Who has the best luck at the end of the year, man. Speaking of transitioning into who has the better team in LA, the rivalry, what well, do you we think of that? They have the best chance of winning championships. So like, I guess we kind of think we, we know who is the I guess the NBA will tell us a storyline once the season starts and we get it started. Man, I think they they um they open up right, LA versus Clippers. I think so. The Lakers versus night? the Clippers. I think yeah. Let's see, man. It's gonna I, be I, interesting. I, what do you think? Uh, Clippers are at home, right? I believe. No, I think yeah. I, I think LA might be at home. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. Both at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Wait>. true. <laughs> Who do you think the the crowd is gonna be rooting for more? That's though? a good question because obviously LA's been. Fans of the Lakers, yeah. you know, the Clippers started becoming like that team over the years with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. That's right. so, you know, but now they both have like this is the first time I think in all of the LA play LA basketball 
both teams are actually good at the yeah, same exact it's, time. It's going to be interesting. It, it definitely is. I just feel like, you know, with LeBron, I think even if you're in the Clippers' hometown, which is silly because they're both the same hometown, right. I think they're just going to root for anything LeBron does, man, just in general. But they're also going to root for anything Kawhi does. So it's going to be interesting to see what's, you know, how the season's going to play out. That's for the sure. The thing is, now Kawhi has a better team. So I, they, I feel like they're. You think they're better think than Toronto? Improved, though? Like, I don't know. I think they, yeah, I think they are better than Toronto. I mean, you got to see Paul George. Um, Patrick Beverly and you, who was their center? Um, forgot their center's name. Uh, I can't think of the top of my head. Uh, oh, I know Harold Montrezl Harold. Yes, you know, Montrezl. Yeah, solid. that's true. Uh, no, Zubak. Zubak's the center, right? So, uh, who we got from the Lakers? Um, to the Lakers, we have Dwight Howard as the center. We have Javel, and it depends on. on what do you feel about uh, Demarcus Cousins, though? I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about that. I did kind of feel sorry for him. Yeah, I I kind of felt sorry for him. But then at the same time, dude, like, why would you make a phone call like that and deal with the issues? It was something. I don't know exactly what what he said, but I know it was something on the lines of I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to kill you or something like that. To clarify, to his girl. uh, Ex-girlfriend or current girlfriend at the time, I believe. And you should know better than that, especially if you have a lot of money like that. She basically went to the judge and said, yes, he's threatened me before and this and that and the third. It's all for money, man. Exactly. Just like all these events is happening. It's just ridiculous, Danny. It's yeah. ridiculous, but let's see how they clean up that mess. Nothing new. LA I mean, they drama. They got Dwight Howard now, so like, yes. you know, that's a nice addition. I feel he like might I, be. I think he needs like one of those bounce back seasons, especially yes. for going back to Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. You know, like I think he needs this redemption. And he, actually, I saw a tweet. Uh, it was like from uh, after he left the, the Lakers, he mm-hmm. wanted to get a second shot with the team, so like prove himself. I guess. Yeah, he did. He now, apologized. He time. said, "This is my time," and he's matured. So let's he's see, man. A guy like LeBron James and who they—I mean, they never played before. Yeah. But, you know, it's, the, it's gonna be crazy. The, I don't know. I'm telling you, the defense isn't gonna be focused on him. So now it's his chance to be a dark horse and, and prove himself. And let's see how it let's see how it yeah, goes. I mean, then. if you get it ba- if you get back into like his postings ways, postings. Yeah, exactly. And all that back to the basket. I mean, back he to was, the basket. Yep. Dribble, dribble, shoot, man. Let's see what happens, man. But, yeah, guys, there you have it. The L.A. rivalry, we cannot wait. Yeah. You know, I predict the L.A. Lakers will be. Do you think they're going to go to the conference finals? I like, think they're going to go to the championship, and I think we no, will No, for, crown. like, Lakers and Clippers, though. Like, you, yes, I definitely teams. believe both teams are going to be there. Yep. Unless Golden State is better Golden than State. a lot of people think. Let's I, see what honestly, happens. I have them at, like, a six seed, you know? Like, oh, yeah? I believe, I, I believe they can definitely... Beat I mean, the Clay Clippers. Gonna come back halfway yes. through the year, but they can definitely beat the Clippers, but they cannot beat Lakers. I just feel like it's really? a why you say that because of matchups. They they Golden State can never stop LeBron, and they can never stop Anthony Davis. So imagine both LeBron of them, before, both of them together. They stopped LeBron before with Kevin Durant. And before coming during too, dude, that was luck, man. Well, Come on, you, you mean to tell me if Kyrie <laughs> wasn't on, hurt? Thing, you mean man. to tell me if Kyrie wasn't hurt and Kevin Love wasn't hurt, they wouldn't have taken that title? LeBron was schooling them, and he got tired in Game Six. Right, you now he was doing his thing. He had like forty points per <laughs> he game. He was killing them, man. And, and even even yeah, but like that was the year that the Warriors won seventy three games, which was no the the year they won seventy three games, they lost to LeBron. The year before is when when. You know, right. Kyrie got hurt. Right, right, right. I completely forgot. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. No, but we, they still won a lot of games, and it's like I don't know. Man. Tick for time, man. I just feel like they they just can never stop LeBron. Even when they do win, they have a hard time with LeBron and with they Anthony might even Davis. Play each other. Maybe like first round. So, if they play, knows? if they play each other, then they they're gonna get eliminated. But but I feel like the the mismatch with the with the Clippers is gonna be tough for the Clippers to beat Golden State. I just I don't know, man. Don't sleep on don't we sleep on little Steph. The shooting, but I think the defense is there though the, with Ka- Kawhi and Paul George. It you is have two, like just having one on its own. Like you have two defensive stars. It is, buddy, and Patrick Beverly. But think about it, man. Don't never underestimate the heart of a champion. Remember, right? Remember, without well, Kawhi's a champion. So. True that, but remember when Clay Thompson went down. The dude was about to destroy them. They were about to get blown out in the last game when he got hurt in the fourth quarter. You talking had... about uh, Kawhi? No, I'm talking about Clay. Remember, Clay oh, yeah. had like 30 points in three quarters. They, they was they were on the verge of blowing them out, and he got hurt. So Is this if... in the finals you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, so, so, oh, no. so if, if Clay comes back healthy and then Steph is Steph, 
And don't forget about the Russell. They they signed Russell. It's gonna be interesting. Don't sleep. Dan, I know I like Dandro. Don't sleep. Lot, I'm yeah. telling you, don't sleep on on Golden State. Signing. What did you think? Uh, just to go a little bit in depth with that. What do you think about the signing? Go I ahead. think they Russell just. Going to the I think they just have him as collateral to to sign really? somebody else eventually. Yeah, that's collateral. They just didn't want to lose Kevin Durant kind of for thinking, nothing. But like you know, I think he's a. It's just gonna be weird that they're gonna be two point guards. Yeah. In the, it's done, been done before. I mean, the Knicks have done it. So. <laughs> Yeah, the good old Knicks. I know. We actually won 54 games that year that we did it, so it worked out. But, you know, yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good system, though, having two point guards it as, is. The, as the starting. It's going to be interesting, I'm telling you. But yeah, I think it's going to be a really great season, though, and I can't wait till it starts. I can't wait. Me, too. I'm excited, Danny. And, um, yeah, so there you have it, guys. So anything else you want to touch up on? No, nah, man, I'm good. I hope you guys enjoyed the segment. And um, every week we're going to be at it, just, you know, yeah. talking sports. Talking sports, yeah, that's the segment. All right, well. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm Danny. I'm Lorenzo. And we're signing out. See Later. You on the next one. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to another episode of Between the Stripes. I'm Sammy, and I'm here with Dijon. And Charmo. All right. And we're here to talk about a couple of topics, actually. But um, so let's start with actually the, the first one, which was my idea. So I'm going to take the credit for this. But, uh,. <laughs> You know, no, but um, <laughs> no, but the first topic is actually about uh, sex education. It's about sex education and uh, and just the the topic of, of safe sex in general. So uh, I don't think many people know this, but about 110 million Americans have uh, cases of STDs where they're pretty much incurable. Like you can't. There's no like direct wow. cure for it. So that's pretty much like a what around like roughly 25 percent. Somewhere around there. There's like, what, 300 and... Uh, yeah, I would say about 35%. Yeah, that's crazy. It used yeah, to be 25%. But, uh, so, and I'll just say a couple more statistics here just to, you know, so we can, you know, come to conclusions with that. Here. Most of these cases are things like HPV, you know, uh, gonorrhea, genital uh, herpes, you know, HIV, hepatitis B. Uh, and younger people, ages 15 to 24, are a quarter of the people who are sexually active. But they have half the STD cases, which is, wow. you know, and this costs actually uh, $15.6 billion a year. All of this, all these cases happening and, you know, all, all the treatments and such, um, you know, so there's that. And then also there's teen pregnancies. Uh, so about most. Uh, so here's the thing. It, it, it's completely different in terms of which state you're talking about. Because if you talk about like a state like in here in New York, like the teen pregnancy rate is like 0.1%. Like it's so low. It's crazy low. Like f ages 15 to 19, it's crazy low. Yeah. But when you look at a state like Alabama, it's like 30% or higher. And like most of the South, and not even just the South, the Southwest. So like Arizona's guilty of it and New Mexico and Texas. All those states in Oklahoma, all those states are guilty of it. And those same states have, like, very little sex education. Like, it's not mandatory at all, and they have a lot of laws around it where, you know, uh, like, it's hard to get an abortion when it does reach to that point. When it does reach to the point where you need an abortion or you might want an abortion, let's say, like, the first trimester, a lot of those states are even making it hard for that to be the case, even though Road v. Wade says the first trimester, you have to give an abortion if they want it. Yeah, because it's, like, I think only, like, about 22 states require sex education and a lot of the other states go to this like can't you opt arcane, out arcane like style of like sex education abstinence only and it's like that 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 doesn't work <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't, it doesn't. um it, it doesn't work because if you if you look at the if you look at the facts again most of the states that have don't have these problems have at least sex education like that's why um, again, like it's not just abortion. I, I know that people like to bring up abortion a lot, but abortion's like a last case scenario. Like it's something that you need to do last. I don't think it should be something that like should be like people talk about abortion and most people talk about like every single day. But I think the real topic is when it comes to how do you have safe sex in general without anything happening? And let's ex exclude those people who are Puritans and such and who are like, oh, we should not have sex at all, period. Those people who have... No, Absent only. Those are a small minority. <laughs> Absent yeah. Those are a very people. small minority anyways. But let's talk about the majority of people who are probably sexually active. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone, especially nowadays. Like, like, you know, nowadays, like the cultures changed back then having sex. The reason why, like, this all grew, like, remember, like, in marriage. the 80s, like, there was, like, an HIV epidemic and most of it was in the LGBT community. 
like and Reagan kind of ignored it. That's like one of the few like that's a couple of things that I will criticize him for, which is that he completely ignored that epidemic. And because of that, it just it didn't go just from guys. There's also you know bisexual women, and you know I think isn't there like a lot of uh, like what's like the biggest group in the LGBT community? Is it bisexual women? Because I feel like it is. Because I know a lot of them. I know a lot well, of bisexual. Well, yeah, there's women. a lot of bisexual women. There's also a lot of. I'm just curious, which is the biggest like. Like the biggest group. Um, in actually, the, I, I should probably look into. I that think it's bisexual women because I know so many of them. I know a lot of them, um, but uh, I, if that's the case, then it kind of shows because let's say they do something with like it, it's you know it, it, it spreads to both genders and it goes to heterosexual people as well. So it affects everyone. That's why you know like back then it was called like you know like gay is even though that's completely false. That's yeah. completely like, false. Um, when we talk about let's say a state like Mississippi. They have, Christ. you know, the second highest rate of teen pregnancy, you know, in the country, and yet they have some of the, you know, strictest, you know, sex education laws, strictest. you know, because it's like, <laughs> because it's like you can't even demonstrate, uh, you know, a banana or whatever. Uh, like with a condom or anything like that to teach young men how only to Jesus and, and, can and, teach and, me and, <laughs> like Christ and and, and and they don't like promote contraceptive in school and stuff like that they don't promote um they don't give uh, condoms out freely right do they or not no not not, not in Mississippi not in not Mississippi not in states like Bro, not down really? south yeah not not states like yeah, down south so that's and horrible. they they they, they don't teach horrible. kids um about the 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 female body or like the male body parts like um how to have safe sex how to um how to prevent yourself from getting like uh, HIV or STD? Don't teach them none of that. So these kids are just having sex, just randomly, it, well, with with no knowledge on sex or anything like that. Not Nothing. only that, but they don't teach. You know, like for example, there are plenty of young men and women who have the question of, is it okay to be gay? Is it okay to be anything else? And it's like, well, you know, the parents don't want to talk about it because. They don't want to talk about it with their kids, and the kids don't want to talk about it with their exactly. parents. Exactly. So it's like you know, the school has to teach them. If the yeah. parents can't, I, I if think the parents the school, can't do it, yeah. the school has to teach them. Yeah, because those questions are going to be left unanswered, and they do deserve an answer. The answer obviously is yes, but you know, like someone has to be telling them this. And and, and also it it'll be these same states who will talk about oh we um teenage pregnancies immoral. You need to have sex before you get married. Yeah, and let's then, completely and ignore that. Yes, yeah. like completely ignore it's, it's, that. Sorry, it, we live in a completely different age. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it don't work like that. It just don't work like that. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, not and even back then. Like here's the thing. Like even back then, like people were doing it all over, but they were super secret. That's probably one of the biggest causes of that was that everyone was super secretive about it. So I heard some crazy stories too when it came to uh, I I knew this guy. He was like a high school teacher of mine. He was actually mostly a substitute, but the woman was gone for like three months. He told a lot of these crazy stories because it was health class. It was it's health class. So we went, we got up to the subject of of sexual education, and this is how you know this is how little people knew back then. Um, they uh, you know it, it just uh, uh, he he had a student who like thought he got a woman impregnated, and you know what he thought one of the ways was to get rid of it. They like they were at the beach right, and they all panicked. They he thought throwing salt water around that area would help <laughs> like and like but you know he got lucky because the woman didn't get pregnant he got very lucky but you know that comes to show like back then like how primitive we were in terms of like how we thought this would work and that kid was like around our age and he thought that works we know that it doesn't work now but yeah but there are still kids out there who still do stupid you know they, they don't they don't make right decisions they don't know enough about it all those types yeah. of things yeah like this is all like really fascinating and you know, that's really a crazy kind of stupid example, you know, yeah. but, um, you know, to, to switch topics, you know, a little bit. So, um, if you probably seen the news, read the news, however, get, however you get your news, you probably heard about what's going on in the Amazon rainforest, you know, it's really like burning down and like the Brazilian government led by John. What's his name? Uh, Bolsonaro. Yeah. Bolsonaro. It, um, it, it just they yeah. their, their response to the whole situation is just terrible. It's it's <laughs> just, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, was like a it's like <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Yo, Bolsonaro. I uh, sorry, to interrupt, but like Bolsonaro was like, yo, I want to, uh, I'll help, 
I'll take all the donations, but Macron, you have to apologize. Yeah, to like, what? what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> your your for country what? is burning. Like, what? Be a leader, bro. Need, Forget about that. Oh, it is so petty. <laughs> we need this Amazon alive. That's how we get our oxygen. The moron not understand anything. So I would say though that I did look this up because there were some things about this. Uh, so in terms of oxygen. Believe it or not, it doesn't. It, it's actually because of the because of the climate. It's a rainforest. What does a rainforest do? It also it takes it gives out oxygen. But what do those things do? It also takes back in the oxygen because you know because the landscape's completely different. It would be a different that. story though if it was like you know like how Russia has like probably like one of the biggest landscapes in terms of forest. If you were to burn down Russia's forest, yeah, we'd have a problem. But the rainforest takes in just as much as it gives out oxygen because of how you know because it's just how the landscape is so even scientists said hey if this does all burn down but it well, shouldn't burn it shouldn't burn down obviously well let's be clear um the rainforest the tree takes in carbon dioxide yeah yeah but in the, i think in rainforest it takes more i forgot what the thing was but it said that it wouldn't affect it that much for some reason I, I i forgot but i'll look it up right here but um but yeah it, it's still a threat obviously because what yeah. two point it says here 2.5 million acres of forest have been burned yeah. uh let's see so there's also this alliance called earth's Al earth alliances amazon forest fund and at the last last time i checked they have uh, they're giving a hundred percent of their funds which is five million dollars mm -hmm. uh the amazon makes about 10 percent of the earth's known biodiversity uh the amazon produces 20 percent of the Earth's oxygen, but takes up most of it due, I think, was it because of photosynthesis? But I, I photosynthesis? forgot. Photosynthesis? Yeah, no. I, I forgot what Fo it was, but it takes in a lot as well. I forgot what the exact reasoning was, but I do know that it, compared to other forests, it doesn't affect it as much, but it does. It still does but, to the end of the day. But also, isn't it like um, bad for the um, the ecosystem? Yeah, of course. Because no, there's, no, there's no, like no, so no. many no, species yeah, that, that's, that, like, that that's live like in the forest. That's like the only one thing that's like, okay, everything else is horrible. <laughs> like, like everything else is just yeah. bad. Plus, there's a lot of indigenous people who exactly. live in the yeah. as well. Yeah, that too. And I feel like we kind of, yeah, that's actually true. I, I kind of forget that there's still a lot of like, tribes there that have like almost no human contact besides their own yeah. tribes. and I, I also think there's um there's other tribes reuniting like who was who had like ethnic conflict before they re they unite together just to fight against um bolsonaro and his government that respond to the whole situation right yeah. but really i don't hear that that much yeah, yeah. I, I i read it this morning in the independent so yeah the independent was reporting yeah. on that and it was um really amazing because this was actually one of the main topics at the g7 um, conference, um, I think last week or week before that. And, and yeah. Trump didn't show up. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, Trump didn't like show <laughs> he up. Didn't? Because, yeah, he didn't you know, show he up. This is a hope created by China. So. <laughs> Wait, no, he did. He, he, did he actually say that, or he just well, no, no? He actually said that. He actually said nowadays. climate change was a host created by by China. Oh no, I know, but this specific. Situation. Oh no, 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 no. I was about this, to say, this, this. <laughs> there's no way he could have said that again. Wait, yeah. and plus, he he even made a statement. He's like, oh, I'm an environmentalist. Everyone knows I'm an environmentalist. <laughs> you know, I want clean air, clean water. And we, we, all, we all know that's a lie. You just that's all you say. Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm the best of this. I'm the best of that. That's all his deregulations <laughs> of those industries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, 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 Who, then, who's, then sorry, uh, who's the who's the head of the? Wait, isn't Rick Perry head of the EPA? No, nah, I, I think he left due to corruption. I don't know who's who. Due to corruption? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think that was, I think that was Scott Pruitt. It was Rick Perry, I no, think. No, no, no. Rick, Rick, Rick Perry was the yeah energy. Scott Pruitt was the yeah yeah yeah. He was the secretary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, either way, being secretary of energy when he got like a D in chemistry. But <laughs> but, but 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 um back 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 to the rainforest thing. Um, and like the the Brazilian government right yeah. has been trying for years to like deforest the whole forest. So yeah. so um I'm, I'm, this this could be a conspiracy theory. Like they could just be letting oh, the yeah, fire the fire right burn out, burn the whole forest down, then bring in farmland. I mean, bringing farmers to farm the land after everything is said and done. Right. Because they, 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 this has been a policy of the Brazilian government for years now, trying to cut down the forest and everything. What's their main reason? Just the resources, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, the, um, it's, it's an agricultural purpose. So they, they, oh, yeah. they, they, they want to bring in more farmland. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I heard about that. Um, I Here's the thing. Yeah, because I remember uh, it says here there was a CNN meteorologist called Haley Brink. She said that it was certain that, it, like, uh, and I quote, human-induced. She, th she thinks that 
definitely someone started it. Someone had to start the fire. If it got this big, I, 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 don't, I don't know about all of that, but I know she like the, the, re- the reason why the Brazilian government might not be trying to respond too quickly is because of their policy of trying to deforest the whole Amazon rainforest. What, what do you, but do you think, because apparently the Brazil Brazilian environmentalist minister... Ricardo Salas, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not butchering the name, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tweeted. He, he tweeted, uh, because apparently everyone tweets nowadays, but he, he tweeted about the fires being caused by dry weather, wind, and heat. That's a rough translation of what he said, pretty much at a part of it. Do you really, th- like, what do you guys think caused it? That's my main thing, because these are completely... Cli- climate change. Do you think it's climate change? Cli- climate change, yeah. Climate change. Oh, so, like, like, but, like, if you were to agree with one or the other more... Would you agree with the Brazilian minister or the CNN meteorologist? Because he, 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 is she is she mean by human induced like humans um she thinks, destroying the I, climate? I don't then know yes. exactly what she mean. I think she means one of two things. I think she means that the government themselves did something like like the conspiracy thing, like you said, or it might be climate change, like the man, but like the man made like uh, effects of it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And well, well, I I don't think the government purposely started a fire, but I think the their, their response, the slow response. Is because they they want to deforest the whole Amazon forest. That that that's just my own um, belief, my own per, um, perception. Yeah, because they, 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 yeah, they they they've been trying to do this for years now. So now they they actually have something that is helping them do this. Yeah, and, and think about it. it. Took all this international pressure for them to even respond. Yes. Like at all? Because imagine if no one cared. Imagine if literally no one. Um, imagine like, if the problem. Imagine if it was Le Pen instead of Macron. Oh, <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> she'd be like, "Just burn it all down. <laughs> Let it burn." Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> right, 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 right. But you know, anyways, uh, is there any like last or final comments no, you no, guys no, might no. want to make? That's it. That's it. No, I think that's cool. All right. Well, I'm Sammy. I'm Dijon. And this is Charmo. And uh, this is Between the Stripes. We'll see you guys later. Right. Having a good one. Hello, this is Val. And Val. And welcome to Just a Tip. And in today's segment, we're going to talk about our first times. Well, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, you want to talk about that? Um, yeah, let's talk about our first kiss. First kiss? Um, How old were you? Mad young to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was definitely like 11. Okay. And it was disgusting. Mm. It was super, like, wet and <laughs> uncomfortable. Wait, let me guess. Did they lick their lips first or did <coughs> you before you kissed? Oh, they did. That's the mistake course. that they make. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's the first mistake. All right. Although so. I'm 11. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I can't remember mine, I'm just going to move on to, like, uh, sexual relationships. Ooh. Like, your first sexual intercourse moment. You want to go for it first? I can go. Okay, well, <laughs> which experience do you want to go with, the boy or the girl? Ooh! <laughs> Let's do the boy. <laughs> All right, my first time with the boy, um, it was on a Tinder, obviously. Um, and um, I invited them over, and we had wine. And after that wine, I was like, let loose, and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> One glass of wine. Two. <laughs> And then we were watching a movie, so the movie is what oh, spiked it up. Yes, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess my first Netflix and chill moment too. Over Tinder. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Amazing. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you, it was a. It was a hot thought summer. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, well, my first time was. Uh, it was with this boy I was dating for two years. And he waited for me a year. But when, I, when I'm when i telling you he waited for me, he was begging for it for a year. And I never said yes. Uh-huh. Also, I was 16 years old, and he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, At least he waited. Consent is important. Consent is really important. That's uh-huh. right. And I, will get him, um, I should give him credit for it, although I never do, just because <laughs> he was begging for it every gotcha. day. Gotcha. Um... I waited for my house to be alone, and for my birthday, I asked him for it as a birthday gift. Oh my god, that's how <laughs> mine like happened too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a birthday gift. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um. Although it was like five minutes of it, and then he was gone. 
Ooh. Which is interesting. But I guess it always happens in first times. Yeah. It's always really quick and uncomfortable. Definitely uncomfortable. Cool, cool. How was your first time with a girl? With the girl, that was um <clears throat> more interesting <laughs> than the gay one because that was my first time, you know, going into a B. And I was like, let me go in there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so let me see what I got to do. And one thing I do is communicate a lot. So I was Good. like letting her know, like, what do you want me to do? Because I know what I want, but I'm not going to get there yet until you're, like, satisfied and getting there. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. And Most that's of the always, boys don't do that. Well, they're not pansexual or openly fluid to sexual people, like, you know, yeah. with anybody. So I feel like that's something to have. And with me, it's like being pan and like I'm just not looking for my satisfaction because I'm not satisfied until like you kind of are. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So because if you're uncomfortable forcing yourself, I'm not going to be comfortable doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So she kind of like directed me. and Oh, that's good. So she knew what she wanted. Too. Yeah. Best believe she came. Unlike Ooh, other girls. Good job. I feel so bad. But you yeah. usually don't do that. <laughs> but they did. That was good. We usually don't do that. But it's cool. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right, question. How was your first, like, Tinder date? Like, date, not, like, get together. Like, the first date, where did you go? The first date? Um, no, that was the one, yeah. That was came your over. first date? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, have you ever had, like, a first date from, like, Tinder or, like, no. a dating app? Um, I guess so. I had this app um, called Bumble, and it's a friend's app. And there was this one time, this guy, he hit me up, and he was like, hey, let's go hang out or whatever. But he didn't remember on which part of the app that he swiped on me. Because there's also, like, you can go to, like, Friends the... Friends or relationships. Re- yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And he didn't remember. So we went on, like, this hangout. And then it sort of, like, turned out, like, into a date type of thing. And it was cute. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, we still hang out and stuff now. I, I just saw him this weekend, but... Oh, so it's a friendship. Yeah, so we're just friends, yeah. That's good. Because I'm with somebody right now. <laughs> oh, lucky. Yeah. That's good. Well, my first Tinder date, it definitely has to be, like, three years ago. And... Three years. I know. It's been too long. Uh, Three years ago, and we went to... We went to we went to Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Remember now. We went to the Brooklyn Bridge and we got pizza and it was so romantic. Like it was so romantic and I was just like I literally just met you. I don't know your last name. What are you doing? <laughs> but uh Also it can't be romantic. I'm I don't know. It was just like a romantic in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like he was trying too hard. Gotcha. Of course he was trying too hard with this tender. Something else was hard. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, we went to get pizza, and we're sitting in, like, those steps under the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, you're so beautiful. Like, I want to take you out on another date. And I was like, why don't we just finish this one first and see how we feel, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. And uh, he's asking me about my family. He was a really nice guy, though. It was super nice. We had a lot of fun. And then he tried to kiss me, but I wasn't feeling it. And I, <laughs> I wasn't feeling it completely. So the kiss was weird. And then he tried to hold my hand. That was weird too. And when I got home, oh, by the way, he paid for my Uber yes. from Brooklyn to my house. That's like at least $70. Yeah. I don't even want to ask where you live. So it was a little too much, but whatever. Uh, he texted me. He goes, like, I know you got home. How are you doing? Like, do you want to meet up again? And I was like, <laughs> I just got home. Hold on. Like, give me a break for yeah, a second. Give me, like, at least two days to, like, rethink about what at just happened. At least an hour. Yeah. No, five minutes stands. Damn. So that was really awkward. But at least he gave you the ride home. That's good. Yeah, exactly. At least I didn't have to, like... Take so as of currently, are you talking to anybody? Uh, I am not. Okay. I am very single, but it's because I want to be single. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I decided that this year I was gonna be single and focusing on myself, mm-hmm. and I've been doing that. Like I'm, I just got a promotion in my job. Uh, 
there's a lot of things going on in my life that I have to take care of. But okay. that doesn't mean I don't talk to boys. Yeah. Um, so you're not totally single because you're talking to boys. Yeah. Well, I have two dating apps. And that's going good, you could say. Uh, okay, let's say that. Yeah. But nothing official yet, unfortunately. Hmm. So how's your um, love life? Mine has um, been pretty good. Um, I met this guy when I went to my first, uh, to the first time to Stonewall Ooh. in downtown, downtown, <laughs> in the city, <laughs> in the Good city, time. and um, so I went to go support my drag mom, Ooh. and there was this performer that I was looking at. They performed Ariana Grande, and oh, I was God. like, okay, I love this song. Yeah. And then the night ended and I was waiting for my mom to stop networking and then start packing so we can go home. Ended up going home like at 4 a.m. and I got like a sunrise. But when I saw, I knew this person was going to be my partner. I saw that Ariana Grande drag queen get out of drag. And I was like, damn, they look good. So then they approached me and then they, they, you know, they complimented me and thought I was cute. And then I was like, hey, you have Insta? And then... Yeah, and then I guess the sparks went off after that, and we're still together to this day. Oh, but it's question. long distance. I was gonna ask that. Yeah. Where does he live? Florida, Orlando. That's far. Yeah, but I I took a vacation oh. and I went over there. That's good. Yeah. That's good. How was it? Was it was it like amazing. Weird? It was just for a week. Um, no, not weird at all because we've been communicating since that night we met. So like you guys been talking every day. Yeah, I mean, he just texted me just now. <laughs> okay. No. That's good. That's good. How do you handle that, though? Like, you know, when you have, like, a really high sex drive and... Mm-hmm. Mine is not that high. in Florida. I don't feel like mine is that high because I just got off, like, not having sex for, like, a while. Because I was with this other guy that turned me off completely from sex. Oh. But, yeah, I got back onto it. It's good. I like the long distance. I didn't think I would, but I like my space. Oh, of course, definitely. And long distance provides that, but when you have open communication, you're texting constantly. It's like you're you're communicating twenty four seven. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. I I'm really bad at texting, so I wouldn't be able to have a long yeah. distance. Okay, gotcha. But that's good. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. So you guys send like hot pictures at night? No, no. <laughs> if we need those type of moments, there's FaceTime. Ooh, I mean that's safer, right? I mean, they can take screenshots, but I'll catch them and I'll kill them. Whole <laughs> <laughs> mood is fine. Yeah. Um, let's move on then to how was your first breakup? Breakup, breakup. You know what? Honestly, like when it comes to relationship breakups, I just break it off. Like, or if I don't want to do it, I do things to make them break up with me. Oh, so you mm. so you force them to break up? Yeah, with you. in a way because. When I read breakup, I think more of a best friend breakup, which are much harder than a relationship one. Because friendship is a stronger... Yeah, I see that. Yeah. But... Those hurt me more. I don't care about relationship ones. Because it's just like, if we broke up, I'm over it. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, Yeah. I see that. But I'm the type of person that dates her best friend. I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, my first breakup was really hard. Okay. It was really sad. Sorry to hear that. It's okay. I'm over it. It's been like probably 10 years now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right. So you're extremely over it. So let's like move on. Let's move on into this. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's it for today. Um. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah. <laughs> Anything last words? Um. No, I'm, I'm sure we're... You guys will hear back from us soon. So have a good day. So tune in to Just a Tip. Hello, everyone. This is Ruben. Welcome to Pop Off. I'm here with Dijon. And today we're going to be talking about the boys on Amazon. Now, Dijon here isn't a big fan of uh, superhero movies, let's say. Um. Yeah, with more into of, horror and comedy <laughs> movies. <laughs> what superhero movies? Oh, um, <laughs> it's been like a long time. Wow, 
Come but, on, they co- there's like one every I ge- month. I guess Spider-Man, like the first one with the new one with Tim Holland. Tom Holland. Tim Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland. See, that's how little Home- I know. Homecoming? That's the last superhero movie you saw? Yeah. That was like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, this show is for anyone who loves superhero movie shows and I think for anyone who might dislike them as well. Um, it takes place in a universe where uh, superheroes are not only real, but they're these very uh, commercialized and sort of capitalized on uh, figures, almost like celebrities. Um, and it's based on a comic book uh, that was out a few years ago, and they've been trying to make a movie and a TV show for it for like the last decade. Um, so yeah, uh, it was put out by Dynamite Entertainment, and it was like this, uh, you know, it, it's not part of like one of, you know, Marvel or DC, it's not this big, huge thing, but it's got a, you know, a really nice uh, following, and, you know, they've been trying to make it a movie forever, and Amazon finally picked it up uh, just recently, and they made uh, the first season of it, and it's really, really, really great. Um, it's super dark, and it's got, like, this tone that follows all the characters, and, you know, it's, it's not just, oh, superheroes, you know, fun, like, there are some gruesome, gruesome scenes in this show, um, and I think it's got, like, a little bit of just everything for everyone, um, you know, especially with like the actors just what they bring to the table they've all got sort of this you know just kind of like a pizzazz to them like i think if you know like not to you know bring anything down about the show but but you know i think if it had a lesser talent it might not have worked as well because it's it's a little campy and it's a little um it's a little sometimes less focused on you know, sticking with the realities of things. And I think, like, in the culture that follows, like, TVs and movies now, like, any little mistake anybody makes or anything that kind of doesn't add up, someone's always going to point it out and be like, oh, well, why didn't this happen? Or why did this happen? Yeah. And, you know, but I think uh, there's just something about the show that, like, you're not really too focused on that because of the performances that are being put out and because of the situations uh, people are being put in where it nothing is uh too out of the realm of possibility you just kind of just go with the punches uh you know no matter what happens um and it's it's really 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 phenomenal um like not to spoil anything but like the first 10 minutes of the first episode begins with someone getting brutally just dismembered yeah with like this really sick slow motion camera that just captures every inch of blood splattering all over another person and um so yeah it's not your average superhero uh show or even story so i think it's got something for everyone and it breathes in sort of like a new uh a new light into you know kind of a genre that's uh i think some people kind of think it's worn out and i understand why yeah um like the last superhero movie you saw was two years ago. You just not go out and watch them, or like, is it just like you purposely avoid them? Or, I mean, for me, I guess I'm just more into like, like I pick horror and comedies mostly because I feel like they, you know, have some type of like they give me some type of reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to be scared, and I also like to laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. So those movies really are the ones that get me going. I do hear, like, a lot of superhero movies, like, they um, make you emotional or something like that. I know Endgame was very emotional for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was just like, you know, mm, I don't know how I feel about it. I probably would still be open to watching a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I just don't know which one, mostly because there's like a lot of them out. So it's like, I don't know. And plus, I'm like, I feel like I'm going into a genre where it's like, I have to watch all the other movies to understand what is going on. Right, like, right. imagine watching, like, for me, I'll probably be watching Endgame, sitting there for three hours thinking, 
you know, I don't know what any of this means. Right, like, what is this? Yeah, my friends, my other friends um, who do watch it, they'd be like, bro, you missed this. This is what <laughs> happened the last time. I'll be like, oh, okay. So I don't want them to explain the movie to me, mm-hmm. the entire movie. Like, you know, so. So the good thing about the show is that it takes place in a continuity that's all its own. So even like the DC, the DC shows, like they have a bunch of them that all are kind of interconnected. But this one is just, you know, the one series at uh, about eight episodes, I believe. And, and, you know, you don't that's something that is also very like viewer friendly about it, which is kind of weird to have to say that, like, you don't have to watch like a bunch of different other shows or movies to be able to watch this one series or movie. Um, but that's something that is very uh, viewer friendly about it is that you can just kind of jump into it. And it's also um, not I, I think um, what a lot of shows miss the mark on, um, you know, when you have these stylized kind of shows is that they kind of you've only got like the genre. And then, you know, if you if you break it apart and you take those characters or anything else into a different world it doesn't really work and i think that's something about the show that you know works out really well is that you can take the superhero concept away and you know change it to really anything else and these characters and these situations they still really really work because they're so dynamic and they work so well with each other and it's just very very real and it you know it it's there's moments where it's just really dark and really funny when it's it's not supposed to be yeah but it is and you know that's something that it lo- like like i said it just brings a new light into the genre like that even for someone who might you know want to not actively seek those things yeah because my superhero was um michael myers like, <laughs> like even though he, he's not really like a superhero he's more of a super villain mm-hmm. i guess or you could just say killer um you know and also, well this show has a bunch of those too uh well yeah i'll, I'll tell you that there is a, a bunch of yeah shows, but like yeah. i like you, you know and plus with long series because i watch horror movies it's like i really don't I really don't see good quality in them. Mostly mm-hmm. because horror movies, particularly the ones that came out in the eighties, like they have endless remakes and they are not that good. Great <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Michael Myers, like the first Halloween was very, very good. And then once you got into like the the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, now you have all this the cult remake. stuff. Like yeah, like the the remake in um last year, twenty eighteen, that was pretty good. Yeah. You know, and the thing about that, that scrapped everything after the original Halloween. So, you know, Lori and Michael's no longer, you know, siblings, mm-hmm. which I found pretty interesting because this this, this series has so many, so many timeline yeah. scraps. You know, and Rob Zombie tried to make him a little, a little bit more hillbilly, give Michael a little bit more of a reason, you know, for why he did but that. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. That's cool. I mean... Like I said, I'm gonna keep trying to sell you on this show. Okay, um, sell me. <laughs> but there, I, I mean, do you like dark comedies? Um, yeah, I have a very dark sense of humor. Yeah, so this is something that you would probably be really into. Um, you know, I'm not trying to give too much away, but it's it it's it, it, it's imagine if like all the great superheroes that you knew that do awesome, wonderful things took all those powers and just did kind of not not only whatever they wanted. But like actively try to do bad things with them, uh, yeah. It it gets like it's it's very much like if you took like TMZ in like a superhero universe and just kind of okay. saw the fucked up things that they tried to do. Um, but it also gets like very very real in I get again uh, in some senses. Uh, you know they've got a lot of um, you know political tones and religious um, ideas being challenged and um, you know uh, like the the dynamic between men and women in the workforce and how you know how that works and you know how how things can get abusive and how they have been abusive in the past and you know the stances that are being made to correct those things so it's not like again it's not just you know, oh, superheroes flying around doing cool shit and shit they're not supposed to do. It's, you know, um, very real topics in, in, like, kind of this fantastic world. Okay. 
you know, I think you really have piqued my interest. So <laughs> I think I'm gonna go check it out. It's on Netflix, it right? It's on Amazon. Oh, it's on Amazon. Yes. Okay. But I will provide you a password once I get <laughs> Well, it's okay because I'm a Prime member, oh, so sure. you already know. Who like, isn't, honestly? Yeah, to be honest. Amazon, <laughs> like, please sponsor us. <laughs> yes, because if you're not like... Uh, Why are we even talking about this? <laughs> exactly, right? Because it's like I do all the Prime. Because I, I, I just need my shit. In fast. two days, right? Yeah, it's like Please. two days. It's like not I'm about to anymore. Exactly. I'm about to order uh a new Mac and it's like two days shipping. I'm like, yeah. Right. Dude, when they have like the one day shipping option or same day shipping option, yeah. that is the best. Oh, yeah. And like one of my friends, he um he used to work at um Amazon, like mostly over the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, this, uh, what's his name, uh? Philip. Philip is it Philip? Yeah, it's say. Philip. Um, yeah. My friend Philip. <laughs> yeah, shout he, out to Philip. Yeah, shout out. Um, so, yeah, like he, you know, he told me about, you know, how it feels to work there. I mean, I wouldn't work for Amazon. Right. But he didn't disclose too much, if that's what you're wondering. Yeah. Uh, and please don't come after him. Yes, please don't come after me, Philly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, because I, 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 like, I've done other things, but, you know. Um, Illegal I, things, yeah. Maybe, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like um, I totally agree with everything you said because you know I just like in depth stuff as well. So you know if this can be you know if this um series is very in depth, kind of give twists. I like twists and turns. You oh, know? I definitely got that because I love it when a movie takes me one way, but then it steers me in the other way, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Shoot, especially you know when, expect, right? yeah, because like with comedies, it's like I I really don't take any of it seriously, and that's why it makes me laugh. Like I I remember I saw um Good Boys. Oh, I heard um, that was good. Oh, yeah, okay. that that was very good. That was I gotta check that out. Pretty funny, and I was like because I like I identified like as a black one as like just my personality outside, but I feel like I'm. But I feel like inside I do have the the little white kid with the black <laughs> hair in me. You know the real kick-ass one so i'm just like you know this has got to be a good balance between those two <laughs> I, love, I love it i love hearing about the stuff that you like that i haven't like yeah. haven't seen um so um something we're gonna be trying to do is every week introduce each other to new pop culture related things that we don't know about so this week we did superhero movies uh to introduce Dejan to that and then next week he'll have something for me yes it'll be more in the hollywood style style mm-hmm. stuff i don't really <laughs> keep up with but i might have to if you know he piques my interest well yeah you probably are gonna have to probably. let me see i'm gonna see if i can get some real real tea <laughs> <laughs> especially between now and then mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh thank you for joining us everybody uh my name is ruben i'm dijon And this has been Pop Off. Pop Off.